Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. It's bombs away on your mission today. Here's the countdown and the blast off. Everything is go for this week's Cosmic Astro Boy. This is your GM Patrick here, your Japanese mecha anime enthusiast. And in this week's episode, there are chills and or thrills of an animated variety. Joining me in fighting the fight and winning the night are my five friends and your fellow robo folk. To my far left, a Pinocchio-like robotic boy that is sold to the circus for peanuts. It's Jabert jabbering away his jam from Gibbity Gap Gap. Across the digital table from him, this elephant named Professor keeps making robot kids and you can't stop them. It's Miles. Make him believe is redacted. Good evening. To my right, an Astro sister created to make more toys. Why, it's Tyler talking as Pradier. Must assemble toys. To my immediate left, a gumshoe detective that hates robots like Will Smith hates jokes about his wife. It's Droop. Dying to play Zillix Fell. I still think it's weird that that band refuses to admit that they got the name from this. And across from him, a giant robot that's gone haywire and can only be stopped by a scrappy scrap robot. It's none other than Rebecca rolling with Asher in Sky. Hello. Yeah, we're about a year year away from Will Smith slapping someone. So more than a year, much more than a year, actually. I think at the really? point this comes out. Yeah. I mean, it was at yeah, the so- Oscars and that was... They've, those have already ago. happened again. Yeah. That was like months ago when this episode comes out. Rebecca. <laughs> months ago. It's true. Uh, never forget. Never forget. Uh, I mean, that's what happens when you slap one person because of something they said about your wife is now, if anybody says anything about your wife, you just got to slap them. You're locked in. Yeah, you've set a precedent. <laughs> committed, yeah. yeah. Yep, you're mm. committed to the bit. And now Will someone Smith just would have uh, stood up for me. But I guess you're no Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, Patrick behind you. It's Will Smith. <laughs> or you just become a person that likes slapping people just for whatever reason. Like it doesn't have to be about this or that. Like that uh, just... <laughs> what's that? Isn't there like a, a video I, I see on the internet every I'm, so I'm, often? I'm really looking forward to that the reboot of the three stooges with uh Will Smith and Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like I, a, uh, uh, well, you, know, so, you know you know the the UFC dude has that power slap company now. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awful. It's like I, I have the rights wild. to slapping in the United States. Oh, they, need you, they just need to play GoldenEye multiplayer now that it's back. Just I'm, with that. I'm, I mean, I would def- defend my wife's honor, but I'm more of a shouting at the top of my lungs, not cool kind of guy than, <laughs> than slapping someone. Like if uh, someone insulted. Honestly, so, I'm, someone dear to me. Not cool. I'm just glad you, in the year of our Lord 2023 that yelling not cool at someone always works. It's 100 percent effective. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if someone oh God, if someone screamed not cool at me, I don't think I'd be able to could never recover from. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd be it, I'd be on my. Have you guys seen the TikTok trend of people saying that when they are, get mad at someone in traffic, instead of giving them the finger, they give them the thumbs down and that makes people more <laughs> angry? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I can see that. Of that, course. That's how you get shot in Florida. For those of you out there who want to shout a not cool, but want to take the edge off, you can always end it with bro. That just kind of diffuses the oh, situation a yeah. little bit from your immediate, you know, not oh, no, cool, I have no bro. No, it's just confusing. 
It's all escalation, <laughs> baby. Um, spe- speaking of, I, I like not cool, bro, because it's like they're like, I'm gonna take this seriously, and you say, bro, and they're like, nah, he, that that person's just a goober. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's nothing. Speaking of taking it seriously, let's take this this podcast seriously. This, this <laughs> last wow, time on uh, history of last week's episode. I I know it's been only one week since we last played, but doesn't it feel like several weeks have gone by? Yeah, <laughs> for all of us. But uh, yeah, we we still have to get into it. And let me tell you what happened uh, last time we played. Just a quick reminder: you guys are fallible. I'm infallible, but my memory is quite fallible. I've I've written down a recap of last week's episode and some particulars are incorrect. If you correct two of the things that are wrong here, you get a an episode re-roll. If you get none correct, I get one. Mm-hmm. I get one. So I'm going to put it in the chat here. Last week on Cosmic Crit, you all went to the settlement's silo where you passed by Ilsenth 11 working on the colony's housing. And there at the silo, you were met by Meladia Krinth, the settlement's botanist, who said that some kind of creature chewed its way into the silo. Entering inside were creatures that you identified as asteroid fleas. After dealing with them, Meladia said that she should have the silo up and running in only one week. Ilsynth 11 is not the person who called us down. It was Ilsynth 11's wife that called us down. And what was her name, Drew? I know. I know. Risa Mish. Risa Mish. Risa Mish. Also, Lydia isn't the chief botanist. She's the chief builder. Uh, Yeah, I'll take it. Mechanic slash engineer. One of several. Does anybody else want to correct something? You've already got the re-roll. I want to say... I want to say that it was going to take longer than a week to rebuild the thing because she was going to have to tear it all down and rebuild it from scratch because we yeah. came second. Yeah, it is going to. Do you, do you have a guess as to how long it's going to take? Ooh, that's going to take her at least like three cycles. <laughs> so three cycles of, you know, you know how <laughs> time works. <laughs> she's she's in this Galarian. You know, she's dealing the, with quads of data with this. So, you yeah, know. it's uh, so. it, she said one month. That one month. Uh, that's that's what, that's what I was going to guess, but I was like, ah, three cycles will be funny. <laughs> Obviously, we already got it, but I thought it was Asteroid Laos. It was Asteroid oh, Laos. Asteroid Laos. You guys got them all correct, which means it'll be harder next week. <laughs> oh, no. So much harder. No. This week's episode begins. You guys got a good night's rest for the first time this uh, season. Oh, so what does far. that do for my resolve again? All your RP back, all your oh, SP good. back, and yet I believe your constitution in HP back as, as well. Constitution modifier. Who cares? My spells are back. <laughs> but yeah, if Lyoshu Ly- hasn't, um, he can also basically guarantee that he uh, will succeed on some... On a medicine check. Some medicine checks, yeah, okay. if, if you're needing it. So that will give you back another, I believe... Five hit points. Okay, perfect. That's that's exactly what I need. You got some boo boos oh. on Jamfrom. Oh, Jamfrom got the boo boos. All right. Oh, how Look did you break? Over, right? How did you break your arm twice? Both arms seem to be broken <laughs> in different places. <laughs> well, see, the first one was my sword, and the second one was my stick. 
and uh, <laughs> I kept pulling weapons out. And I kept dropping. I, 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 I actually I think the second yeah. one was was redacted stick. Stick shift. Yeah, there we go. You guys awaken to the smell of rehydrated eggs, synthetic bacon, and maybe some fresh baked bread. Uh, There's a a long breakfast table set up outside your command center, which houses a couple other folks from the colonies, I guess, uh, upper echelon of folks here. This used to be the command deck for the Burnished Dawn, and now it's been settled down here on the the planet surfaced. You see Ezrin Shire here chatting up Kells Deirdrick. Balco Ungtar is sitting fiddling with some communications gear. There's a electronic equipment kind of spread out amongst the plates and food in, in front of him. Uh Laiushu, the, the colonies is speaking with the, the colonies Shakalta counselor Astraka. They're they're playing 4D chess over here. Oh, you might have heard about 3D chess, but what about 4D chess? <laughs> it takes more time to move the pieces. <laughs> yes, it, it's like speed 3D chess. I've, I've set up people over here on, on this map of the, the the competent star settler that you guys rode in on to, uh, to get an example of, of the folks here. In addition... You guys are encouraged to have some coffee or tea, and it's brought out to you by none other than Tayeta. It's uh, the host Sheeran and biologist of the colony that works under Halfalia Gromin. They, they'll get you fixed with whatever you need. Maybe lightly tap you on the shoulder, see <laughs> if you're, you're injured and put the drink down in front of you at the table. And they'll say, you know, dig, dig in everyone. Enjoy. Zillix, you, you had some samples of that jolt vine. You were you were thinking of bringing them to Health Healthia, who's kind of the lead botanist. But would you be interested in showing them to Tayeta? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think just anything to kind of get them off my hands. Don't really want these things kind of hanging around too much. Yeah, it's a small sample. You have it in like a uh, little container. Y- y- you know, I wondered. Um, <laughs> don't want to put anybody out, but uh, could you? I gave this to someone else, but um, no one's really gotten back to me on this. Could you possibly take a look at this? I found it on one of our journeys. It is indeed. It's a, a bit of the bark with an odd necrotic growth on it. Uh, it looks like a small ashen purple patch. Yes, yes, this is very interesting, though. Well, we shouldn't have a sample like this out in the open where we're eating food. You know, we, we don't know if this is... Uh, could, this is potentially native to this planet, but it, it might have uh, more severe consequences if introduced to our hydroponically hydroponically grown plants. Um, point, I, taken, I will, point taken. Uh, <laughs> Won't have it again. <laughs> I will conceal this and I'll have my superior Haltharia isolate and, and further study it in the future if you'd like. Though we have a, a bit of a, a back catalog. Uh, I, I already know she will say this is not a priority if that's alright. I um, would strongly recommend that you make this a priority. This is something that uh, tried to kill us or was associated with something that tried to actually kill us. Not in like a poison way, more in a trying to actively kill us way. I mean, I, as I said, I, I can talk to Haltharia, but may- maybe if if you'll do her some kind of favor or fetch quest, she can bump you up, but... I don't really want to... I don't want to be that guy, but, you know, (laughs) we did put our lives at risk for this, and, you know, it's possible that maybe we want to 
push this just a little bit up the chain without making too much of a fuss? They, they really are going to focus. Halfaria will, will say it's more important to test food stuffs, you know, so people don't die of food poisoning from from new plants here on on well, the planet if, but uh, well, if, uh, well if someone doesn't die of food poisoning they might die of the plant attacking them but you know we'll just call that a draw just uh, i would i would suggest in the meantime do not eat the those jolt vines that would be a good <laughs> a good middle area here just tell people not to eat the the plant that tried to kill you we could just assume it's poisonous or not well, good for your digestion. Really about the poison here, but I'll I'll just never mind. The the star man, the Shakalta known as Astraka, is a, a glowing blue entity with a very calming demeanor. Um, I just grabbed some some random art online. This kind of what look like. Yeah, I mean, they're like a glowing. What what is that mouse? Is that, is that Squid Game? Squid Game? No, they oh, they do have on his face. I do have like a markings where a face might be, but Miles, that's not a triangle. That's a pizza shape. Jeez Louise. He, he gets everyone's attention and emits kind of a high wine tone, just like a, a piercing call and then says, greetings, everyone. I know this has been a really far out day already here, but well, like we we thought. You know, we were settling one thing, and we totally got sideswiped by this Galerion nonsense. Uh, this planet's going to be, like, bodaciously important to the Pact, but it, it won't be worth a hill of beans if we don't, you know, like, get out there and, and really digs our hands in the dirt and get to work. Is this character based off that dude from Lost who was the hippie that was on the island and the, the with the others and I've the flashbacks? I've, I've written in my notes here for his voice. Let's just double check. <laughs> Tommy Chong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just I, I didn't I didn't dial the Tommy Chong up to eleven. It's like a seven Tommy Chong. <laughs> you made me lose my place in my notes, Drew. Ezra Shire says, "You know, you know, well, well, Satistraka. Yeah, that, that's that's right. Uh, so, like, anyway, uh, part of that hard work uh, is your colony mandated team building." You, you have to, you know, like really get to know one another. Uh, so for this morning's breakfast, I, I wanted to like talk to you all about, you know, where you come from. Just talking to the group here. You know, where's home to you? Maybe, maybe not where you were born. Maybe you, what, just someplace you care about. If you care to share, it, it, maybe if you're missing it or not now that you, you've been away from it so long. This is a this is a group team building exercise where you're encouraged to talk about your where, where you come from. Does anybody want to start? Because there's other folks here as well. If, if you're not interested, Prater is is reading a book and he does not seem eager to speak up. Prater, do you want to start off? <laughs> he doesn't respond. Doesn't even seem to hear this uh, as. Astraka th throws <laughs> like a a small home fry at you, <laughs> like a little piece of breakfast. Like, hey, hey, Bradier, whoa, we're over oh, here, man. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I think everyone has done a good job. No, well, the question is, wh where are you from? Where do you call home? Oh, an interesting inquiry. Yeah, thank I... you. I asked it. <laughs> I cannot say for certain where home is. But my most 
recent place of living was Eox, and that is where I travel began my travels from. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Astraka looks over at Balco Unktar, who is also actively <laughs> trying to avoid eye contact by fiddling with communications gear. And he says, oh, I I, uh, I don't really n- 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 know what to say. Uh, I guess Akaton. I, I never r- 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 really liked it there, though. Probably why I left. Anybody else? Drew, want to talk about Zillix? <laughs> Zillix, though, uh, City State film. You know, uh, <laughs> I don't really need to say too much about that, I assume. <laughs> where, where is that, man? The City State is named after you? Well, uh, you know, in a sense, it's the history goes back far enough that it's quite, not quite sure whether the his city state is named after my family or my family is named after the city state. It's, it's you know, one of those things. <laughs> As Rand will, will speak up and says, uh, I'm born and raised in Absalom all my life, but Probably most feel at home in the sweeping countrysides and quaint cottages of Galerion Nights 4. Does anyone else play that video game? That vid game? <laughs> I'm, I'm very stoked about the sequel, the, the holographic upgrades they're going to have. I can't wait to slay dragons in true frame polyphonic resolution HDHI. No one else plays it here. Okay, I'm just me. Jim from uh, will pipe up and say, I've never played your uh, vid game, as it's called. Oh, but dude. I... You'd love it. You'd oh, love it so I, much. Ah, almost certainly. Uh, I got those gamer thumbs. That's what they say. I, I, he doesn't have. He doesn't have opposable thumbs. He's just got paws. So, oh, we might need to correct some some art for the character. <laughs> 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 um, the uh, I'm gonna say uh, yes, but I too, friend, am from uh, Absalom Station. I was there when the. When the uh, the Sith attacked, and I defended our our land, so to speak, land you know in quotations, it's mostly made of metal, and there's there's some dirt there. I defended that. Oh, cool. Kells, you know, they, they go over to her, and she says, "I mean, I, I suppose Absalom is where I've lived the longest now, but my mother's clan was from Akaton originally. I, I guess wherever." I, I have work just becomes my home. So I don't really miss anywhere since I'm never not working. <clears throat> uh, Asher would speak up and say, we come most recently from Triaxis. We've been studying dance under the tutelage of the battleflowers for the last several years. Prior to that, I lived with my parents, but we were separated. Fortunately, I feel in a way I carry my home with me always. Sky is my home. Hmm. Astraka's like, yeah, no, for me too, man. Uh, home just feels like a warm burrito and like a, a good burrito. It's okay if your idea of home's a little cheesy. Laoshu will, will speak up next and say, I suppose the place that is most like home for me is the repository of errant lore in the Citadel of the Black on Octurn. It is where I spent years of my theological studies deep in thought. It is a, a magically silenced place, so those reading in the library can concentrate. And I think that is where my mind goes the most when I meditate. But if everyone started just like booing right now, <laughs> boo this man! <laughs> boo this man from Octurn. That is not Nerd. cool, bro. Not cool. 
he studied there. It's not not necessarily from there. Tayetta will uh, will continue on and, and say, I, I was birthed on Absalom as well, but my, my family moved to Castroville pretty early on. I would say Cabaret University is the place that felt the most like home to me. It's where I got my degree and spent some time. Uh, all eyes now having completed uh, talking about themselves turn to redacted miles <laughs> well, what's redacted been doing this entire time redacted hasn't even registered what's going on <laughs> redacted is just eating what he assumes is passing for food here and just eating in silence not, not a- even he's, he's not uh, avoiding anything he is just not registering that something's happening at all it's the dopest chili dog that anyone has ever seen. And he's just like completely just it's mid. <laughs> right. Right. He's not even he's not even paying attention to it. Oh, boy. Howdy. I don't know. That sounds like a will save to me to not freak out over a whole chili dog with the work. He's not sorry. The hedgehog. <laughs> well, am I am I going to have to do to you? Uh, a track will be like, oh, re- redacted. I don't like calling you that man. But what, what, where you come from? Where where's where's home for you? Redacted just kind of stares in silence, like as if recognizing that, oh, someone else is around. And so just kind of slowly turns towards him and just kind of stares for a little bit. And then just quietly says, I miss nothing. And then goes back to eating. All right. Cool. Cool story, bro. All right. Well, that 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 that's that. I, I technically have done all the work that I was planning to do today. So I'm probably just going <laughs> to. All I had on the docket was this team building. Well, I only had to talk to eight people today by contract. So this counts, <laughs> dudes. I'll see you later. I'm ta- I'm going to go fishing. As you guys are clean up breakfast, as Rand says, uh, well, well, the plan for you all is, you know, in these early days to take Redacted's uh, space wagon out there, start exploring the wilderness. Uh, are you guys up for the job? I know you had a pretty, pretty rough day yesterday. Uh, you all healed up. I think Redacted, I finally hear something of interest to Redacted, and that's getting in back in, in the vehicle. <laughs> Wheel in a space wag. Yeah, I, I don't know. Does it need a name? Does it need to be the... I think we talked about giving it a name. I, I couldn't remember if we wanted the fans to decide the name. <laughs> I, I feel I, like we, we we had like a brief conversation and... Maybe maybe not a full-on challenge, but maybe an unofficial one. Yeah, like maybe yeah. an unofficial challenge of like just yeah, people just, like... Just hop, hop in the Discord and uh, give us a sweet name. Right, because actually maybe we were just like shooting some names off while we were doing the, the Kaiju podcast. But I, I remember us having a conversation about it, but... <laughs> Godzilla I don't, I don't think the it was, Space Wagon. Yeah. <laughs> Space wagon walk Mogwi. <laughs> yeah, no, as Rand um, will come over to redact and is like, I'm not really sure what you're going to be looking for out there. Maybe like natural resources or ancient ruins of the past. <laughs> Who knows what you're going to find, uh, you know, but whatever you do, keep keep your eyes peeled, you know, keeping your eyes peeled for the most most interesting thing you can find out there. Anyway, I think grays have eyelids. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe, do, do, do maybe you should grow some. Maybe you should blink every <laughs> once in a while. They got to have some kind of membrane. They, 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 they must have. It's probably like a, like a, a sheep's like <laughs> like the really creepy looking alien one. Well, well good luck on your ranging. Uh, you, you might see a few other colonists out there. We got, you know, surveyors and what have you and builders. 
Elena's Zorian's already gone, uh, along with some some of the uh, the other surveyors. If you see him while exploring, tell him I said hello. Are uh, you guys ready to get exploring some exploration up in this campaign? Beep beep. Okay. <laughs> Not opposed to the idea. Okay, I am taking us. Well, going to take us to a new map that I've marked as Colony Map, as I've recreated some topographical maps of kind of the the area where you've you've landed uh this little blue box here kind of marks the landing zone which for the most part was like aerially scouted as you guys came in but yeah our in in exploration mode each hex there's six other hexes you you can head to first and for the most part you know the exploration's of this this entire colony is a pretty intense job. It's up to you guys how much time you want to dedicate of your time, your character's time to doing it. The initial zone for this colony, like basically the the area on this map is like a hundred thousand square miles. So it's quite large is <laughs> uh, there. There's mountains to the northwest, northeast. You know, you've got this wide inner sea to the south. Plenty of forests all around you guys. You got a lot of forests, hex, and, and rivers throughout your region. In Pathfinder terms, this is the, a map of the region of Taldor. But yeah, as, as you guys extend your influence in later books, we can we can go to other areas of the map. You know, to the north, south, east, west, that kind of thing. Each of these hex squares are about. 35 miles across, like at the longest, maybe 40, shortest 30. So there's like a thousand square miles in each one of these. And bugging across it does not take very long at all. I think the buggy can do like 40 miles per hour miles with flat terrain, of course, and in good, good conditions. But exploring the entire hex, so going, you know, over every square mile, it will take about four days of time okay and now now i feel like uh the dad from pete and pete about making good time (laughs) yeah that's assuming like eight full hours of of driving around per day and the the first thing you want to do in the the charter development the settlement development is create resource nodes and to do that you have to explore a hex fully and then basically at the end of the month claim it as part of the colony and 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 spend a resource an RU a resource unit to build something along the lines of like a quarry or a lumber yard or, or some other natural resource. Oh, we're playing civilization, the I mean TTRPG <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Spoiler warnings, but let me take us to another map here. I am using civilization uh, <laughs> six icons. I think we've got hexes, we've got culture, we've got technology. I know this would excite some people, and then <laughs> I think maybe some other players' eyes are glazing Lized over <laughs> <laughs> just completely. Uh, yeah, part of the the colony creation and and settlement is you build, you know structures you build like parts of your society and that will affect your your five main 
attributes for for the colony's health. Accord, culture, economy, magic, and technology. Uh, let me get back to the note. So, yeah, setting up a, a resource node is probably one of the first things you want to do because that gives you some additional resources and allows you to expand the borders of your colony. You can do one per round, so it might be worth talking beforehand about which direction you guys want to do that because you can eventually down the line set up a second settlement so like a second city within your colony it does have to be four hexes away from from your initial one so yeah well our initial one is in the middle of the forest so we send the settlers to the the shore and then we build a road (laughs) between the two places (laughs) the longest road (laughs) and also make the biggest army so like on the map here this hex would be a, a site suitable for another settlement down here. We're probably, I think the capital of Taldor was, or, or over here would be another one on the, the inner sea or anywhere in the mountains, you know, like over, over here would also be fine. Yeah. So a, as you guys are getting ready to head out to, to explore in the space wagon, uh, someone comes up and kind of stands in, in your way. Maybe not a great idea. They don't, <laughs> maybe they don't know redacted's history <laughs> very well, but it's a, a geology. <clears throat> it's a geologist. It. <laughs> it's a geologist and surveyor for the expedition named Stamp Patzel, who's sporting some heavy equipment over his shoulder and, and maybe some adventuring gear himself. And he's, he says, hey, you all, uh, you all heading out ranging already? Yes, we are going to try to pick a suitable location and see what resources we can divine from it. He he, uh, he comes over and kind of kicks your tires as you're getting into the, the space wagon. Well, I don't want to influence you all too much, but I, I might suggest you head to the mountains first. We can establish another settlement up north. We can probably get exclusive rights to a number of mines there. You know, from lithium to gold to even rarer elements deep down in the crust. As long as you claim that area, I can set up an expedition to get out there and and start mining within half a year. So just think about it. I can head that way and and get ahead of you and and set it up even faster. Get get the reward sooner, if you know what I mean. Patrick, is this guy, uh, how often does this guy say tarnation? (laughs) <laughs> I'm an old prospector. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, big old prospector vibes off this bad boy. And I'm into it. I have official art for Stamp Patel. Sounds like a character from like Gravity Falls. <laughs> yeah, sure. If this is the official or not. But look, he's pretty, pretty awesome looking. Dad? This does kind of look like <laughs> Tyler in uh, in Starfinder form. <laughs> Yeah. He's also got a, a, a pirate's iPad. I know. That's why I was like, whoa, whoa, wait. If this guy's I wasn't ready for this reveal. I'm calling shenanigans. <laughs> Tyler, do you have an iPad handy? Of course you do. Why, why am I even asking? Yeah. He looks like he would have a gruffer voice as well. Like, like no, a, he's got like, a, a, Dave, like a David Hayter, like <laughs> solid snake kind of voice. He's got like a, a braggadocious adventurer's voice because that's who Stamp Patel is. But now we all need to do uh, Solid Snake as minor adventurers. <laughs> now we'll do that later. <laughs> Good job, <Drew>. Thanks. <laughs> I, I I refuse. <laughs> I I don't want to. I know how to read the room on a bit. I get it. You could have started us off, but you decide not to. You're like, let someone else drop their hand. <laughs> I injector seated right out of my own bit. That's that's how <laughs> much confidence <laughs> I had. 
<laughs> it's like, all right, here we go, everybody. Everyone get in the car. We're going to drive off this ramp. And he immediately dives out while we're all in the passenger seat. So, yeah, let's um, that that was his suggestion to you guys. But the next part of this adventure, I think I mentioned this to you, is literally spending days and weeks exploring, bugging around uh, maybe every once in a while taking small breaks to collect plants and animal samples. Could we could we uh, also boogie around? Is that an option? Boogie? Is boogieing an option? I mean, it's Redacted's ride, so it's it's up to to Miles, really. Yeah, Is but you do have a lot? professional dancer with you, so <laughs> yeah. I can we, teach we, everyone to boogie around. We got a boogie. We got a boogie. We got a boogie boogie. I just imagine it's a boogie uh, boogie. It's the scene from Zoolander where they're Oh, the boogie the buggy. Drinks. Have we named the car? <laughs> <laughs> no, let the people in the Discord. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a scene from Zoolander <laughs> with everyone dancing, but we, we have a cranky driver in the form of Redacted. Redacted's pretty zen when it comes to driving. It's the one time Redacted isn't being cranky. How, how would you guys like to go about exploring? Do you want to switch off the navigator seat, the shotgun of the space buggy, or you know who's on tunes, who's got the aux cable? Well, first of all, no one but Redacted is on tunes. <laughs> so, I don't oh. know if anybody's actually in the passenger seat. I think we're all in the back seat. <laughs> right? I, I, was, like I, I was going to say shotgun. I think that sounds accurate. Well, someone has a, someone you has got on someone's lap then. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. And like two of you are like seven foot tall. I think, well, one of the tall people at least should try for that first, that big seat. <laughs> yeah. So it's not driving the entire time. Like I said, you are expected to collect some plant and animal samples, take measurements and, and map things out as you go. You do see some uh, creatures for the most part. They seem pretty skittish. Maybe you see some more signs of of mole beetles here and there, like disturbances in the ground where, where they've made tunnels. But yeah, dozens of different flora and fauna that you've ostensibly no one has ever seen before. Um, doesn't doesn't seem like anything that uh, has existed in the pact year. So some pretty, pretty interesting plants. We are going to start off kind of montage mode here for the next few days. Exploring, bugging, map making this new land. I guess we've already answered this question. I was wondering what kind of traveling companions are you? It seems like most people are in the boogieing camp. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, are there any topics of conversation you guys bring up as you're passing the time? Any questions you have for one another or things to chat about? Is, is there a chatty one amongst you? Who do you think is the chattiest? Chattiest Kathy. It might be. It might be Jamfrum. Yeah. Uh, I'm pointing out features of the terrain that I see. And I'm like, oh, don't you think it's interesting that the, the hills are shaped like that? You want to know what causes that? I can tell you what causes that. Um, and, and anytime someone starts chatting more than what Redetta considers an, an, an appropriate amount, amount the volume just gradually gets <laughs> higher and higher. Uh, oh no, old bean! I I am not. Sh I couldn't hear you. There's too much road noise. It's road noise. <laughs> it's from bison stomping on it. That's why the hill's flat. I don't have good <laughs> physical science. But I'm like into it, but I'm not good at it. See, with, with, I with, I with also these... don't have good physical science, but I feel like Asher would 
engaging conversation with you and wax poetic about the beauty of the ma- mountains and the erosion and entropy that yeah. they that they that they show the yeah. the physical world is constantly uh, dying and re being rebirthed around I'm, us. I'm, I'm talking a lot about fresh air. Uh, as, as yeah. rolls a 17 on a physical science check, it mentally, just internally. <laughs> it's I, not, I, it's I feel like bison. everyone just needs to roll a fortitude check for their ears at this point because Redacted <laughs> is like, you just bumping this thing higher and higher. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone takes sonic damage. You're right, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. It's so, so rough. No, I mean, you can open up the windows and also turn your helmets on to uh just talk over comms <laughs> it gets like their, their conversation is psychically put in your yeah, head yeah yeah make make it a silent disco conversation right so which which hexes would you like to explore first and mind you we could we could go by weeks here in our first montage mode um i've got i'm inclined to follow the river to the south I, West, I was going to say the same thing, honestly. Oh, okay, so not not going the way Stan Patel suggested. But. I mean, only because there's a river there, and it seems like a logical way to follow a path. But I I don't know. I don't know. I just also want to have a van down by the river. Uh, Zilix <laughs> is torn because he sees the the he feels compelled to the the mining and resources and shiny objects that could be sold for money, but transit and is also a huge portion of what could potentially you know the the people who can who control the transit could potentially make the most profit of everything that's okay. assuming they have something to transition not, not, definitely not the word that's not the right word I don't transport know what, transport transport that's better what which uh, which hex are you thinking? The one directly south of the the colony that that leads to what looks like a couple of wide rivers that go into a larger tributary, emptying out yeah, into the sea. Yeah, I'm 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 feeling that one. Okay, which one next? You guys just want to keep going down the the river bend here to the, uh, to yeah. the sea? Let's let's do that. Okay, well, I mean, we we can plot this out because once again, each one of these hexes that you explore is four days of time and maybe we're not even including some of your relaxation time and free time. You have free time as well. Each month of colony time that you guys spend, you also can spend time earning a living and drawing a paycheck in the form of credits, UPBs from the, the the company's kind of charter bank profession is typically the check rolled to to earn an income, but you can use other skills if you can convince me that it can be used to earn cash or earn a a a paycheck each week. And just like regular profession checks, you earn credits equal to double the amount that you roll. So if you roll a you know four weeks and get a ten each week, it is forty credits times two eighty credits that you add to your your coffers. Uh, I, I would try to do some hunting for the group. Mm-hmm provide some nutritious harvests, maybe find some berries that maybe aren't poisonous. Yep. All this goes to the, um, would go to the silo, but it's still being, uh, <laughs> yeah, worked just, on. So 
I'm, I'm just making a big pile of them out in, <laughs> just in the middle. <laughs> Who keeps leaving these dead animals here? <laughs> yeah, no, that the they, they could be individually tested by like the botanists and biologists and things to make sure it's all safe. So I got an I got a fifteen. Yeah, so you can you can roll these and, and keep track of them yourself. But okay. we we will eventually be doing an entire month of these. So feel free free to roll three more. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and then, so it would be fifteen. Would mean how many? How many credits? Thirty. Thirty. Oh boy, getting ooh and eight. Eighteen. Thirty and eighteen, and then and then twenty. Okay. Ooh, cool. Look at you. All look right. All this money. High roller. High roller. All right. <laughs> Got this. Uh, you, you could roll one more for doing four weeks. <gasps> I'm the world's best hunter. I'm the world's best hunter. <laughs> yeah. 18 on the dice. So what is that? 20, 22. Yeah. So 44. Yeah. 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 Some, some credits there. I'm pretty sure this is fine. This is assuming that you are spending your, your free time doing this or not working, quote unquote, exploring every single day of the week. So maybe just explore four days a, a week with the, the group and you do some hunting when you get back from from that there there i'll get allow the rest of you guys to roll as well as we continue on this month each month one team member you guys can rotate this does need to spend a week doing charter activity stuff basically business kind of things working with kel's deirdrick and you know, arbitrating claims and and allocating funds and and doing payroll and that kind of thing. So that week, I am you happy. Won't. I'm happy to volunteer for this position. Yeah, well, you, you don't have to do it every single month. Like I said, they can rotate. I do not mind. But if amongst other folks, folks would like to participate in it, they may. Mm-hmm. It's something you do not enjoy, and he looks right at redacted. Yeah. Then I am more than happy to take over for those who do not wish to participate. Okay. Yeah. Do do the the rest of you guys want to make some some roles or, or talk about what you would be doing for a profession? My job? profession is dance, but I don't know who's going to pay me to dance out here. Oh, there. really? You don't you don't think there are some settlers that wouldn't pay for that? <laughs> there. I mean, it's not oh, that guy <laughs> <laughs> Balco Ongtar is the only one that shows up to your performance, but he's he's very generous. <laughs> doesn't clap. He doesn't uh, doesn't cheer. He just stares the entire time. Jeez, oh, uh, the buffet is really good though. No, there's you know like a common area where weekly performances and and other things like that. Well, are you know what done. I would like to do actually um Asher would like to host perhaps some yoga classes or you know workouts. I don't know, like teach other people how to dance and like dance with them and you know, I I mean I I feel like they see dance as a communal activity as much as anything, right? Especially mm-hmm. having come from the battle flowers i mean it's it's very much a community that she came from or that they came from and i feel like they really see the potential benefits of having a community-based art form i guess in this in this new community that we're building Mm -hmm. 
um, go right ahead and, and make make four checks because I think there there's a number of folks that will be be interested in that. There's some other kind of similar clubs that are brought up. Ooh, some good rolls, double double digi rolls from yeah. Rebecca, a virgin about twenty. So I mean that's like hundred almost one hundred sixty credits, right? I can't do math. This is why this is why calculators were invented. Yeah, it's like 164. Uh, what about Raider, Zillix, Redacted? What about you guys? So I feel like Redacted would focus on engineering and I forgot about clubs. I mean, obviously Redacted has no patience for club work, but if Redacted could teach anyone to be at least by Redacted's perspective somewhat competent at engineering <laughs> and any sort of uh, mechanics, it would be beneficial to the colony. Yeah, I mean, you can uh, open up a, a learner's garage. I mean, either that or it's cavity search, the art of probing. <laughs> I think there are some other vehicles in, in the colony, so you can um, work on those as well. Maybe keep your experimental vehicle to your to yourself, but show off, you know, vehicle maintenance stuff would would that just be engineering for you yeah that would be okay there's uh four is that it yeah four checks all right Oof. all right you you come on coming off a little gruff first with a natural one <laughs> yeah wasn't great well natural one is still a 10 for you so is that still okay <laughs> looks like 128 credits after a month of work what about Radier or Zillix? Uh, Zillix uh, will use some modern expertise in physical science, specifically working with chemicals and things like that, just to, to see if he can help out with anything. You want to help out with the backlog that Haltharia Grauman and Tayeta are going through? I suppose. Help out fixing the silo up? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that is fine. What You want to use physical science? Yeah. Go right ahead. A good start, 18 on the dice. Oh, almost at 20. So we got a 10, we got a 14, we got a 19. <laughs> okay, 152 credits here. Uh, yes, you guys, guys are getting <laughs> maybe too much money. Maybe maybe job responsibilities have to change next month. And then uh, Prater, you got three weeks of, of downtime work that you can put in here. What is what does Brady do? Perhaps surprising to some, he spends it gambling. <laughs> what? <laughs> gambling with whom? Are you Who? cheating? You're uh, cheating, aren't you? What? Brady doesn't <laughs> do that. Uh, that's his. That's essentially his profession. Well, he doesn't do that on. anymore. So, yeah, it's, it's I would rank, just. I would just be trying to rope colony. other settlers into. Games of chance. I take money. money. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah, you're, you're bringing a real benefit to this community. Tyler. I really am. Uh, all right. Well, what are you rolling for that? Bluff. Oh, got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to roll a four. Know when to, to bet. <laughs> you did pretty well here. Pretty average. Yeah. It's like 142 credits for you. Besides earning a living, which which um, 
so long as you're you're working, you might have to cut that down. I don't <laughs> I don't know how much time we're spending in this first book, but I think this might be like one of the main ways you guys are gonna get credits. <laughs> like none of these mobiles are dropping weapons, you know. <laughs> so we'll see how that plays out. Besides that, besides your regular job, your earning an extra living you guys do have some time for fun downtime activities and the downtime activities we are going to use the ones from the the rule book they're a little augmented by kind of the, the colony here but i have some suggestions for for things that would have a immediate effect and the way that we're going to do them is basically once per month that if, if you have like one of these active you can gain the benefits for the downtime activity in a on, on any day that that you'd like. So most of them are like if you spend, you know, eight hours getting like full bed rest, you can get some more HP back or something along those lines. But relaxing <laughs> what I've called vid gaming and relaxing is going to work like the downtime activity lounge in lounging on a, the following day, you get temporary hit points equal to half your character level. Not a lot at this level, but it's a minimum of one. So you get an additional HP and uh, well, I'm going to go through the list here and then we'll talk about them. You can spend your downtime patrolling the settlements, analyzing samples. These in chat, Dwarven drinking, meditating and focusing, uh, attending a brand awareness seminar or joining the Calisthenics Club. He's in a chat for you folks. And we are picking one to do all together. No, no, this is this is your own personal time. In fact, I'd be I'd be surprised if anyone picked the same thing as someone else. But maybe you can, you can. I can see it. I don't want to shoehorn pray dear, but this this dwarven drinking seems to go along with your <laughs> your general gambling vibe <laughs> no uh, no don't want to uh, shoot you on, in on, but drinking and gambling elf's constitution does not stand up to dwarven drinking in fact he relies on other people to do dwarven drinking so that he can take their money when gambling <laughs> no Prater I think would be more drawn to either doing sample analysis or meditation mm-hmm Meditation is with the Osharan priest Laosho. He invites all that wish to find peace to join him in a grotto in the forest, not far from the, the settlement, right beside a, a waterfall and a babbling brook. And this is the Explore Futures downtime activity where you can attempt a mysticism check and on a success you can re-roll a d20 during the following day. Yeah, I'll be doing that. Yeah, it seems like one <laughs> right up your alley. Explore futures. This was a new day, correct? Yeah, I mean, this is like 30 new days in a row right, right, okay. <laughs> that we're doing. Good, good, good. So mysticism? Oh, yeah, we, we can... Um, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll read the description here. You meditate on the mystical energies of the multiverse, scan alternate realities, write and run complex addictive algorithms. The activity, uh, you choose a creature and attempt a mysticism check. The DC is equal to the target's character level or CR. 10 plus one and a half their character level or CR. And 
on a success, the character whose futures you can explore can re-roll a d20 roll during the following day. So I think this is for someone else. Well, I'm picking somebody else. Yes. Okay. And for anyone here, that's just going to be a DC 11. DC 11, I'm going to pick Yamfram. Hamfram. Hamfram. I just made it. Lord, <laughs> I was really scratching the earth. But uh, yeah, you see, maybe while Pradir meditates, they don't close their eyes when they meditate, so you can see this. They do not need to, as they. He, uh, he seems very adept at just kind of zoning out, as you've obviously those, seen him do many, you many those, times. You got those fun eye stalks, so it's all. Yeah, fun. and then, yeah. you know, his, his yellow. His kind of golden yellow eyes seem to almost glow while 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 doing this as he is tapping into the, his own mystical energy to read timelines. Mm-hmm. I dig it. It's just a, a montage. You see Jam from just boogieing every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm I'm patrolling the settlement. So like every time I come around, I see him just sitting there, and I'm just like I am dancing the whole way around though. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, patrolling the settlement. The, the Ingolo sisters, the, the Orcish sisters, do spend all their free time kind of patrolling the perimeter of the camp after the, the mole beetles and the jolt vine and stuff, making sure nothing gets inside. They, they're not getting paid for it. They're, they're just doing it to, to just for the fun, kind of train fun of the themselves game. up. Yeah. Yeah. So if you spend this activity, if this activity at any point is interrupted by combat, you get a plus two circumstance bonus to the initiative check <laughs> noise just gonna put this in my notes jam from patrol settlement uh what about the Russia? i feel like asher would be inclined to uh do the calisthenics club that's a mm-hmm. very close to what you were setting up as well <laughs> yeah that, that's that's strength <laughs> building that uh perhaps they have not uh done so much they've done more of a you know, dance-oriented exercise. This is more muscle building. Can't uh, can't hurt. Life, life in zero G. It takes a toll on your on your uh, your tone, your tonage. This, so this is just a, a use it a fun group set up. Yeah, mostly for the the weekends run by the husband and wife uh, noir couple Tashi and Tukor Hardhoof, who welcome you. It's like, oh yes, Asher, it is good to see you. Are you uh, interested in in getting limber with us? We've two core. We'll say yes. It's really good to get out in the fresh air and move your body. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's an exercise club. There's there's stretching. There's running. And every once in a while, they'll break out into some hardcore parkour around the colony, just jumping off buildings and stuff. Sounds fun. There's a there's a, there's a uh, parkour class <laughs> that's like open to all ages. That's like right around the corner from my house, and like it's like every like every Sunday during like when it's nice out, like it's just like you'll just see like you know teenagers and also like 60 year old people just out there like jumping off of railings and it's just the coolest it's just the sweetest thing in the whole world uh this every is time i think of too. parkour i think of the office when they're like parkour <laughs> they jump into the <laughs> oh, well, box. that is hardcore parkour right there that's where that comes from that's, yeah oh is it hardcore parkour this is the workout downtime activity on on performing this once 
a day, you can reroll a failed acrobatics check to balance, escape, fly, or tumble, or an athletics check to climb, jump, or swim, depending on the focus of your, your workout. And um, we're, we're just going to assume that you succeed at these rolls. I think there's some kind of uh, <laughs> thing that you have to do, but, but, but because this is like over the course of a month, even if you fail, you get a one reroll. So that's <laughs> how so we're, we're working them. Oh, what about uh, Zillix or Redacted? Zillix uh, is going to kind of meander over to meditate and focus just because he thinks that that is something he can do where he just gets to kind of to sit around and not have to do very much. You, you don't want to analyze samples with uh, more of the scientists? Uh, no, I, I I don't think he wants to do that. I think he wants to just kind of pretend to, to, to relax and not have any any stress in the world. <laughs> okay. Um, well, like I said, this is the, the same one that Tyler's picked. So if you want to make a, a mysticism check or I, I guess technically per the downtime activity, you can, I think, like program algorithms to, to run to do predictive uh, things. Explore futures. Yeah, if you have access to a computer. Oh, no, it says tier five or higher. So mysticism check. Oh, this uh, isn't going to go well at all. And who do you want to focus on? Because we've already got jam from covered. Oh, gosh. Got an Asher. You got a redacted. You got Praetor himself. Hmm. I don't know. Perchance he would meditate and focus on Asher and Sky because they're interesting. They're more interesting mm -hmm. than the, the rest of the lot because of their bond with each other. Got it. Hey, mate, why don't you make that check now? Oh, this is going to be so good. Hey, <laughs> minus one on this mysticism check. That's still a success. 18 on the dice. Yeah, so... Yeah, a, a lot of people come to, to Laioshi's meditations. It definitely feels like you guys have like a, a mystic connection every once in a while. The the Asharan will, will lead some like humming chants and things, some some very calm, calming like affirmations and, and things of that nature. But yeah, you, you, you grow closer to one another as you're you're spending time, your mind kind of drifts off. Uh, what about our friend Redacted, Miles? What do you think what do you think you might be interested in doing? I feel like Redacted will get at least some sort of enjoyment out of analyzing samples. That is, yeah, it's spending time with some of the scientists. The samples that you're bringing back from your excursions exploring the planet, you know, you'll be handing them off to Veach Veach, Haltharia Grauman, Tayeta. In, in their their science labs, their their makeshift science labs. And well, that they, they there's that scientists also tend to be somewhat quiet while they are analyzing samples. And then we'll, you know, obviously share data. But data is not something that that redacted dislikes. Yeah. So this is flora, fauna and strata samples that you kind of bring back to study and this is just the analyzed sample downtime activity spending a day analyzing physical samples you have at least a light bulk of which you have plenty of that you can bring back uh, you learn information about the creature or material as if you had taken 20 on a skill check to identify it using the appropriate skill for the creature type if it's a creature engineering if it's a technological or mysticism if it's like a magical item 
Uh, you have to be trained in the appropriate skill to gain the benefits. And yeah, so it's basically like getting to take 20 on, on some of these searches. So if you do find something out in the wilderness, um, if you spend the time to analyze it here, you get to, to roll 20. If it's something that you've already seen and, you know, I can talk to you about if it is something you've seen on your exploration so far, uh, you can basically start a combat by getting a, a free 20 on a identify check. I like that. So I think that's everybody here. Uh, you can change these up month to month. If, if one of these don't work out for you, I just wanted to add some, some bonuses in for downtime activities. I don't feel like they get talked about or used enough, but they're with th this campaign is downtime activity. The game, uh, there's so much time. We're not going to be playing, which I thought was fun. Uh, the, the stuff you haven't chose. If you want to think about for next month was dwarven drinking, which is the carouse activity of, just going to Gavin Neldener, the, the electrician, and he invites you to brew and drink with him. And he's set up a small brewery and still and is hoping to start up a bar one day and, and needs help testing out all of his stuff. Vid so, gaming, so probably get into that at some point. Vid gaming and relaxing the, the lounge activity is Ezra and Shire has set up a, a local Galarian Knights 4 server and is constantly asking people if they want to play with him and like long binges of uh, like all day video game binges and what else oh the brand awareness seminar is of course Kel's Deirdrick offering corporate training in her free time and welcomes anyone to join her so we're talking trust falls team building resume workshops and things like that and that is the downtime activity practice profession to get some bonuses on skill checks and, and things like that right any questions so far? I feel like we've gone over a bunch of stuff for a bunch of time passing. <laughs> I'm not at the moment, but I 100% know that the second that this week is over, I will have questions. <laughs> well, more, we're doing weeks and weeks at a time. Yeah, lot, uh, I, I know. I, I, meant like, I meant like the physical oh, week that we, are, <laughs> we, we as the players are currently in. <laughs> like next week. Yeah. 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 So we... You guys make Planetfall on like Desnus 2, a second day in the year 323 AG. And yeah, we're going through the entire month of, of Desnus in, in this episode alone. And yeah, I talked about how this season is going to take place over months or even years. Um, this week's episode is just the start of that. Is there anything else you guys is, you think your characters might do in their free time outside of these activities or anything you might see? your character the other characters might see your character doing around the the settlement hmm. sound sounds like your character tyler's a reader yeah you a big um, book nerd I guess, I guess i guess now that this is this 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 is good now that many weeks have passed uh for those of you maybe with high perception uh would notice that prater seems to be reading the same book in fact you're not quite sure how much progress prater has made in the book you never learned to read but it should you know you would think <laughs> that someone uh, you know would have Prater, gotten further how, what, than what that are, what are you reading i'm, I'm curious i uh bit of a book on myself if you, if you ask me aha uh -huh. do you know do you know eoxian <laughs> not the native language but i have read a few things translated of, of, as roughly as that might be of course <laughs> maybe like you would see maybe from the the one of the covers, or if you ever 
maybe the the back was facing up one day and you you could decipher a few words it seems to be an eoxian like it is from a like a kind of like a scholarly book a research book written by an eoxian bone sage on the nature of time and its perception uh, like a lot of bones, it's a little dry, I'll give you that. But, you know, could be interesting. Very dry book, yeah. That was my third pun of the night, but, you know, we can move on from there. <laughs> dry bones? Was, your, was that the pun? <laughs> yeah, dry bones, yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess another question is, um, oh, we've met a ton of the, the colonists, but not even all of them <laughs> so far. If you take a look at the... Uh, uh, the charter development page that I have set up for you guys. Are there any that you guys think you would want to hang out with amongst the groups? I mean, it's engineers, mechanics, corporate folk, biologists, surveyors, farmers. So man, Asher, Asher is a little intimidated. However, has an affinity, not a lot of knowledge, but an affinity for plant plants life and plant life and would like to learn more about how to take care of plants and you know, how to tell them apart. I mean, they just have sort of a passing interest in from exploring, you know, hiking through Triaxis or whatever back on their home planet and just finds plant life to be beautiful and interesting, despite the fact that they have negative one in life science. <laughs> well, that would be uh, talking with Haltharia Grumman. Pleased to meet you. Uh, uh, you. You are, of course, Ather. Is that that correct? Yes, that's that's correct. Ah, yeah. Uh, of of your species, you have uh, Sky with you as well. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I've been so involved in my work. I, I've not had much time for your um, performances and and your, um, your 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 dancing that that you do. <clears throat> well, what what can I do for you? You you, you said that uh, you are interested in some botany. Yes, I I have always thought that plants were beautiful and interesting, and I think it's so inspiring that they seem to grow from nothing. They don't grow from nothing, my dear. They grow from a great deal of time, work, and science that is put into each and every seedling everything that you will have eaten over the next year will have come from about 20 years of of hard science that i have perfected and and some actually proprietary processes <clears throat> i don't mean to tooth my own horn but i am perhaps the preeminent biologist in all of the packed worlds, certainly on this planet. <laughs> They're called. Oh yes, and I meant no offense. I, I, I simply have no knowledge. I'm eager to learn more from you. Well, then that you can you can watch. Then I will. I'll I'll tell you all that I can bring down to to a beginner's level for you. They're they're more than welcome to 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 have you chat every once in a while. You see redacted bringing a sample while you're you're hanging out with Haltharia and and, and Tieta will come in as well. The the Hoshiran. I mean, besides Haltharia is a big one that we we haven't met yet. Besides uh, some of the the named colonists, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I've also added in about. 
20 unnamed colonists, just some some random folk. <laughs> Big pile <laughs> of nerds. may or may not have jobs. Um, uh, we, we haven't talked about them. Yeah. Does anybody want to make up a name for one of these people? Give them a little, you know, do like a mini PC NPC. <laughs> Give them a, a name, a backstory, a, a species. Steak uh, well, beef check. Yeah. Th- yeah. This this goblin over here is named uh, Haglin Daglin. And uh, <laughs> dreams of being a wealthy merchant on a new world. Haglin Daglin? <laughs> Haglin Daglin. That's his name right there. You know, I'm going to mark it. I'm going to use my free hand and I'm going to written it. Haglin. <laughs> I, I, can you see the. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can see the label now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Four G's, but maybe not where you think they're supposed to be. (laughs) Not at the end of the Hackland Daglin. (laughs) Obviously, every every good colony has got a uh, a funny named space goblin, but just one. But just one. (laughs) Uh, One's all you need. (laughs) Everyone else is named Thomas or (laughs) Anne. What kind of uh, voice does Haglin Daglin have? I'll I'll do it for you right now, Jabert. I'll I'll GM for money for you. My name is Haglin Daglin. It's a very deep voice. Very deep. <laughs> oh, gosh, I hate you. <laughs> How's it then? I'm Haglin Daglin. <laughs> Watch all this then. <laughs> you used to sound like Bumfuzzle, but like uh, smoke inhalation, you know, it's a, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I got the asbestos long. <laughs> I got the money to come on this voyage for my mesothelioma uh <laughs> Settlement. What what does uh what does Haglin Daglin do for the colony? Uh Haglin Daglin is um oh boy, let's say let's say uh Jamfram is uh is bringing some of this some of this good game back to Haglin Daglin, Daglin and uh giving him very good prices because Haglin Daglin is good at his job, but Jamfram is less good. What what what's is he is he a butcher? <laughs> No, 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 he's just, uh, he's, uh, he's, he, he's, he's going to sell it to the butcher. That's the thing. Oh. He knows, he knows people. He knows, um. Oh, he's the middleman. <laughs> he knows, he knows, uh, Chops, Chops McKendrick over here. Uh, <laughs> you get one, Jabert. You can name one PC. <laughs> Max for episode. We'll, we'll get back to someone else naming someone else here. But, uh, that, that brings us to our next, I think, a Patreon tie-in for, for this season where you, at home listening if you're a patreon subscriber at leave the scaremander above level i'll double check on that but if you uh if you want to create a colonist that the pcs have to interact with you can make a level three to ten hero npc hero and they can show up in the adventure oh yeah that's right more fan challenges are going to be back (laughs) this one just for patreon subscribers we'll have news on that we'll have well, I'll, I'll announce something on that one, but uh, we, we did this with, I guess we didn't do with Dead Men Roll No Crits, but we we had unnamed pirates, and it was a very fun part of naming many of them on the podcast. It's where we got Itchy Toe Greg from, and... Uh, Mahim the Naga Killer. <laughs> no, Mahim was in, is in the He was the not AP. the Naga Killer. No, no, he, he got his... Uh, his his expert name from yeah we we made him the naga killer by being unable to defeat the naga by ourselves <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah we we're going to continue on with the settle 
treatment development and and go through that process. But uh, before the month's over, as you guys are coming back from a, a day of maybe downtime activities, doing some relaxation, doing some analyzing <laughs> of samples, there is a, an, a loud bang that happens in the, the settlement. And uh, perhaps you see smoke rising off one of the, the buildings in, in the distance here. And as you get to the get collected together, the, the five of you, you see Veach Veach standing at the the outside of his uh, personal quarters and, and some space that he uses attached as kind of like a, a greenhouse. And uh, uh, as as they see you come up, he, he says, oh, oh wait. Oh, hello. We we had several uh, strict quotas about what to bring into the settlement, but I had some uh, license with with that since I could set space restrictions for my creatures. Uh, you know, he, he gestures. He has some some cage specimens that he, he brought along with him that were in like stasis as you guys um, made it to the planet. I, I might have taken some liberties with my discretion. Uh, I, I brought some creatures that are illegal to import into, well, anywhere. They're, they're just not allowed anywhere. Do you know what diathas are? Diathas. Well, this, this is a question for the players mostly. Can I but. roll physical science to see if I know? <laughs> yeah, you you know what you know that I don't. Physical <laughs> science, no. Life science, yes, but oh, I can uh, roll life science. That's fine. Yeah, go right ahead, Drew. Ooh, close to a twenty on the dice, but uh, two is not two. Oh. Two, not going to do it. <laughs> Drew, we got that. We got that uh, episode reroll. You know what? We got an episode oh, yeah. reroll. You guys reroll. Let's, let's, know what, let's know what these doodads are. <laughs> you guys gonna reroll that. Uh, some some bum profession checks. Oh, some, wait, wait, some wait, coins. Wait, wait. You're like, nah. is, it, is it a technical a technological device? No, we're or talking about a bug creature. Could it also be a culture check. Maybe. Oh, it's life science. Feel free to reroll. Rerolling. <laughs> okay, you got even worse. Ah! <laughs> no, he did better. He did one better. Yeah, did exactly one better. Three on the dice. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's still bad. That's why I shouldn't uh, yes, worry about giving bad, you guys. Yes, it's still bad, Miles. We all know. We all <laughs> know, know it's still bad. <laughs> re-roll. The players, don't we have it? I mean, the, the listeners, we haven't announced it. Yeah. The, <laughs> he, he repeats, Diathas, uh... I will speak slowly because you don't seem to comprehend. They are explosive slugs. You might have heard them called. Just then there's another explosion from inside the the domicile as a plume of spoke rises up above one of the vents on top of the building into the sky, forming out the letters to be continued. Uh, they're called Boom Squishies, I think. That's what oh, called. yeah. I mean, like we got a new name for them at the very least. Daglin, Daglin. We will deal with uh, these cliches and uh, probably the end of this month. Uh, we'll talk about the settlement development next time here on the podcast, everybody. 
that's gonna do it for this week's episode yeah this is like the most talking i think i've done in an episode in a long time yeah <laughs> i i want to I'm, I'm just gonna send another bug to attack you guys next week i can't do this <laughs> need you guys to talk some I mean, pr- presumably have- some some explosive slugs <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah. look what i have here right right sitting here how about that and you got all these these bonuses and rerolls and stuff. I'm just gonna up the count of diathas real quick. Just no. there we go. Okay, yeah, yeah that, that, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Everyone, thank you for playing with me. Well, thank, thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Listeners, thanks for listening. I hope you like the slice of life adventure that is uh, Planetfall. This this book, and we will catch you on the next episode of Cosmic Crits. So long, everyone. See you later. You've been listening to Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.